Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chosen Generation Podcast, and it is your host, Caleb Fitzgerald, and I serve as the, uh, the young adult pastor of Chosen Generation Ministries, and, uh, we serve as the young adult ministry, uh, as Lakeside Worship Center in Elizabethtown, so if you're ever in the, in the area and you're looking for a church home, uh, we have services on Sundays, we have services on Wednesdays, and we have our young adult service on Friday. So I want you to just reach out to us and we'll get you as much information as we possibly can and we would love to fellowship with you. Uh, and even even if you already have a, uh, a church home, but say it doesn't have a young adult ministry, uh, we, we at Chosen Generation... Uh, we want to still invite you. Uh, we aren't trying to like steal from from uh, other churches or, or or anything like that, and steal members because that does nothing. But I just believe that this this uh, this ministry is critical for uh, for all young uh, believers. So we would love to fellowship with you and just grow with you and just get to know you. So um, I want you to reach out to us at Chosen Generation Etown at Yahoo dot com or at ChosenGen underscore E-Town on Instagram. Uh, if you have any questions about the message or you want to know about our services or anything of that nature. All right, so let's dive into the Word of God. So I am excited. I, I am excited about what the Lord is doing <clears throat> through this ministry. Um, we had to take a slight break uh, due to everything that's going on. Uh, me and my wife just just welcomed our first baby boy into the world, uh, so we are we've been extremely excited about that. Uh, uh, so shout out to my wife, my beautiful wife, uh, and Desiree, uh, who is my beautiful wife, uh, and and then my son Sam. So shout out to you all. I greatly appreciate you all, and and um, I'm just so grateful. But we had to uh to take a little break from the podcast sort of get some things worked out and 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 then we also had uh, the launch of our young adult service and we had a young adult conference so everything's been busy uh so but i am back and i'm ready to go now uh and and uh, i believe that that um we will be able to do this weekly that has been my goal all along is to be able to do this weekly so i'm excited about what the lord is doing and i'm and i'm thankful that uh that i am in ministry at at such a time as this so <clears throat> let's dive into the word of god so today we're going to talk about something called true discipleship and what that means uh and this will serve as episode five. Uh, uh, my first four episodes were actually um, uh, a series, but this one is is independent of a series unless God leads me down that path. Uh, this is independent of a series, so you don't have to go back and listen to the other ones if you want to be able to understand this one. Uh, it won't really matter, but um, uh, it is important that at some point you're able to go back and take a listen because... Uh, uh, the foundation of the believer, which was our previous series, was so critical. Uh, uh, this that that was the basis of 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 this ministry is correcting the foundation. And we talked about repentance from dead works uh, and faith toward God. We talked about uh, water baptism, uh, accepting Jesus as both Lord and Savior, with an emphasis on the Lord aspect. Uh, and then we also talked about um, <clears throat> what is it? Uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and and how we should be equipped with power before we go out uh, into the world and and uh, what what the Holy Spirit's purpose is and so on and so forth. But today, I bring to you a new topic: true discipleship. So in Matthew twenty-eight, 
verse 18 through 20. It says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So I want you to pay attention to that go therefore part. Um, so <clears throat> a lot of missionaries... Uh, use this verse and 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 uh, that is that is perfectly okay uh but that that word there go also means that in your going so it's referring to in your everyday life so jesus is saying go therefore so in your everyday life make disciples of all nations make disciples of all nations so as christians we are called to make disciples it's 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 uh, not just um just the responsibility of a pastor to make disciples. It's not necessarily just the responsibility of the teacher or of the evangelist or of the prophet or of the apostle to make disciples. It's not just the minister's job to make make disciples. It is it is uh every believer's job to make disciples. Uh, a few um a, a a few uh months ago uh i was having my ministry graduation and uh it was closing out our conference title contending for the family uh and i talked about um how how um our first disciples need to be those who are in our household so i was speaking from more of a parent uh uh viewpoint but i wanted people to understand that 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 before you go out into the world and 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 uh, make disciples and preach from nation to nation, you have to be concerned with your household. You have to raise them up. So, um, something I I want you to uh, to ask yourself is is what does it mean to be a disciple? What does it mean to be a be a disciple? So, uh, in the past few. Uh, decades i would say uh the 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 american church and i would even say the church all over uh has placed a a emphasis on the evangelistic message and and uh the concept that they have have uh, pushed and uh me included at certain points uh has been uh saving souls saving souls uh, that's that's that, that's what you hear people refer to a lot is saving souls, and and while that is important, uh, it it has caused us to preach messages like heaven or hell, make your choice, or do you want to spend eternity in paradise, or do you want to burn in hell for eternity? And while that is a reality, while that is a reality, that heaven is real and that hell is real, and and for those who don't know God, hell is 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 a uh, the decision. That they're making to go so while that is a reality i don't disagree with that that is 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 not the message of the gospel that is not the gospel <clears throat> and that is not what we are called to do that is how you make converts not disciples i repeat that is how you make converts not disciples because disciples truly change disciples truly change but but uh i pose you a question and some of you may 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 even uh go through this um where where like that type of message is preached and and uh the person says no i want to spend eternity in heaven and you say okay uh well i want you to 
repeat this sinner's prayer after me. Uh, <clears throat> Lord, forgive me of all my sins, all the wrong I've done, uh, and all the wrong I've thought to do. Uh, I believe that that you are are God alone, and you died for my sins. In Jesus' name, Amen. And then they say you are saved, and that's that's not true because because uh, the Bible says that we must believe in our heart. And confess out of our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that God raised Him from the dead. So, so there's 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 more stipulations to that, and also, <clears throat> um, there's there's no emphasis placed on on uh, disciple making. There's there's no emphasis placed on a change of heart because the message of Christianity, the initial message is death to self. So if you want to live in the kingdom, you must first die. You must die to yourself. That's why Jesus said you must bear your own cross. Everyone has that responsibility to bear their own cross. That is why it is so important that that at the at the foundational level when, when we're ministering to people, we have to m make sure that they understand that Christianity is not just a means to to an end. It's 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 a not just a means to an end of of uh money problems or living situations or so on and so forth it's not just a means to an end yes there are benefits of christianity but there's also something that is required of you and 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 uh a lot of people will reference the scripture uh uh we are uh saved by grace lest any men shall boast so 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 like wow that that is important there is a aspect where we have to die to ourselves where we have to die to ourselves and 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 I wasn't really planning on uh, on going this route but that's where the, the Holy Spirit is leading me so just just bear with me but we have to be willing to die to ourselves that is the message of Christianity because when you preach a message like heaven or hell make your choice and they repeat the sinners prayer and they call themselves saved there's no transformation so that's why you have people sinning day after day after day after day saying oh i'm saved by grace i'm saved by grace i'm saved by grace that's 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 not what it means uh to to be saved by grace but i don't want to get into that but but that that is why you have people who remain in sin and they never have any transformation when you become a christian it is a lifelong journey and there should be transformation you you shouldn't stay at the same level there should be transformation so sin should begin to fall off from your life uh we 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 were sinners saved by grace but we are no longer sinners saved by grace when we step into the reality of jesus christ being our lord and savior so um so that is that is how you make converts, not disciples. So what does it mean to be a disciple? <clears throat> Ask yourself that. What does it mean to be a disciple? So most dictionaries describe disciples as students of, of leaders or teachers. But it is more than just that. When it comes to discipleship, I, I like to describe it as follow me as I follow Christ. So... 1 Corinthians 11.1 1 says, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. So, the discipleship is about training. Discipleship is about raising up men and women of God to pass the torch to. So, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. So, one aspect, and, and, and I want you to take this down, is uh, one aspect of discipleship is if you want to disciple anyone, <clears throat> you have to be that standard. You have to be that standard. Uh, it's it 
it can't be do as I say but don't do as I do it has to be do as I say and do as I do and those those things should not contradict one another you you, you have to be willing to to be a living epistle you have to be willing to to be a Christian being a Christian means to be Christ like so you have to be willing to to serve as an example of Christ be imitators of me as I am of Christ you can't say be imitators of me as I am of the world and 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 uh, expect them to be of Christ it has to be you are that example so you are that example so as a father as a mother as a friend as a as a spiritual father, as a spiritual mother, as a leader, you have to be that example. You have to be that example uh, for the ones that you are trying to lead. Because you can't lead anyone to a place where you have not gone. You can't teach about carrying your own cross if you haven't even even bared the weight of your own cross yet. And that's just reality. <clears throat> so, Jesus had 12 disciples. And in most situations people tend to think that that they they are only supposed to spectate and receive uh that is a big aspect of 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 uh some churches today where 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 a a leader's hardest hardest well the hardest aspect of of leadership in a in a ministry point of view is getting people to buy in and begin to do the work of the ministry and we'll get into that scripture later uh i don't want to dive into that yet but <clears throat> but people think that that they are supposed to just spectate and just receive and just receive and just receive that's why that's why there can be a church where people are filling up the seats day after day after day but but the same people are always doing the same things the same people are are are, are always speaking the the same people are always cleaning the church the same people are always serving and and uh and making food for for uh uh events and volunteering it's the same people time after time because they haven't understood the concept that they are called to to do something they are called to do something more than just warm a seat and your journey with christianity uh doesn't really start until you begin to serve you have to begin to serve you have to begin to serve the body of christ you 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 are part of of the body of christ so you must tend to it so um Ephesians 4, I said I didn't want to go here yet, but uh, that's where I'm being led to go, so I'm just going to be obedient. So, Ephesians 4.11, it says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers. Uh, so, that is that is what people call the five-fold ministry. The five-fold ministry. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. Shepherds, they are referred to pastors. Uh, and the interesting thing about this is uh the church in, in in america for the most part knows what the evangelist is uh knows what the pastor is and knows what the teacher is but um a lot of people don't know what the apostle and the prophet is um and a lot of people even have doctrine that 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 uh, say that uh these things uh, no longer exist uh but the bible says he gave those so if if, if uh he gave 
evangelists, pastors, and teachers, and that means he also gave apostles and prophets. So that means that they serve a relevant role in the church today. So that's why you will see a restoration of the apostolic ministry and of the prophetic ministry, but I don't want to get into that. So it says, and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So a interesting thing that I just referenced is you have to be willing to serve. You you have to be willing to ultimately serve because the Bible says, well, a lot of times we tend to view ministers as as the ones who do ministry. But the Bible says that that those fivefold ministers are designed to equip the saints. So that that's talking about me. That's talking about you. That's talking about every believer to equip the saints for the work of ministry for the work of ministry so so the ones who 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 we just who uh we call ministers are actually designed to help us minister so you have to understand that concept and that is so important because paul says be imitators of me as i am of christ be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Therefore, there is something in the apostolic ministry. There's something in the prophetic ministry. There's something in, in the evangelistic ministry. There's something in the shepherd ministry. And there's something in the teaching ministry that we need. That we need that, that needs to be passed down to us for ministry. So that is why we we essentially tend to look up to them because we we are supposed to be imitators of them as they are of Christ. Amen? So, as I said, discipleship is about training. So that 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 is why those those offices are designed to to train us and bring us to a place of maturity. Uh to go on to verse 13 it says until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning by craftiness and deceitful schemes oh that is a powerful scripture so let's go on jesus had something else in mind when 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 uh, he chose his 12 disciples and he he had a vision of of discipleship he got them to a place where they could do the same things that he did and and also greater that's why john 14:12 says truly truly i say to you whoever believes in me will also do the works that i do and greater works than these he will will he do because i am going to the father so jesus is saying whoever believes in in me so if you're listening right now, I want you to say he is talking about me because I believe in Jesus. He is talking about me because I believe in Jesus. So Jesus said, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. So uh, a few uh, probably months ago now, I was ministering to some college students and I posed a, a, a uh, question and that is, is it possible to replicate the ministry of Jesus and 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 a lot of people said said no as I expected but then I went off this scripture and and so on and, and so forth because the goal of Christianity is for us to be disciples the goal of the teacher is to teach the student until the student is able to become a teacher that that is how 
is done. So you you think about college students who uh, who uh, may major in in uh, education. So they're wanting to be a teacher. Who teaches them how to be a teacher? There is a teacher that teaches them how to be a teacher, and then they get to the place where 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 they no longer need need that instruction. Uh, so they are able to be the ones who are teaching. So that is that is the ultimate goal of discipleship is to bring every individual to a place where where they can begin to create their own disciples. Because I heard this uh, from one of our ministers at our church, uh, and he said the responsibility of the soul winner is 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 to raise up other soul winners or he actually said uh, the work of the apostle doesn't stop until the soul one becomes a soul winner. Okay, so that that is is the nature of discipleship that that there is a responsibility that you have to raise up others. You have to raise up others because that is the only way that the gospel can continue. So, Jesus Jesus is the son of God Jesus is is seated at the right hand of the father but I ask you uh, uh, if Jesus would have came and did all his miracles and so on and so forth but had no disciples would would we have a church would would we have a church and 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 uh, it's possible that that uh, that a uh, God could work out something along the way and so on and so forth. But what I'm trying to get you to see is that Jesus had disciples so that when he went to the Father, his work could continue. When when, when we get to, to, to the day of Pentecost, um, Jesus is in heaven. Jesus is in heaven. So, therefore, when the early church started... It was birthed by by those disciples that Jesus raised, and then they had disciples, and so so that when they died, the ministry could continue, and then the ministry could continue, and then the ministry could continue. The reason why we are here today is from disciples, from disciples discipling us. There there were individuals who discipled me until I reached a place where I could disciple others. So that is the goal of discipleship is bringing yourself to a place where where you you can be the teacher. The student is in school to become the teacher to to master that specific area. So the responsibility of the leader is to raise up other leaders. It's so easy to view success as what we accomplish in our life on earth. But from a leadership perspective, success should be based on what happens when you leave the earth. I want you to write that down, whether it be on your phone or in your notes or or, uh, or on your hearts. It is so easy to view success as what we accomplish in our life on earth. But from a leadership perspective... Success should be based on what happens when you leave the earth. Think about that. When you are no longer in the picture, is your vision still continuing? Are they taking it further? So, like, I see so many tragedies where there's, there's a, 
there's a ministry or there's a family that crumbles due to lack of true discipleship due to lack of true discipleship and by that I mean I I see ministries crumble where 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 a longtime pastor or leader transitions to be with the Lord and the ministry dies the the ministry dies because there was no true discipleship because the people who were there were never brought to a place where they could continue the ministry they could continue the ministry so i think about parenthood since 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 uh, i'm a dad now uh my 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 job with my son is to raise my son up to a place where he can be a man he starts off as a boy but the goal is for him to become a man he starts as a boy but the goal is for him to become a man so when 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 uh, he's 20 years old or 25 he should be able to to uh to carry his own carry his own weight and 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 as believers we have to be the same so we have to be willing to mature that scripture that i that i read in ephesians 4 talked about um until we all reach maturity so there is a goal of maturity we have to mature that is what discipleship is about is 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 a teacher bringing the student to a place of maturity where where it can carry on without them so it's sort of like now uh with my job i do some uh, some like application development i had great teachers i don't call my teachers every day asking them how to solve this how to solve this how to solve this because they taught me to a place where i was comfortable to carry my own that that is what discipleship is about so ministry shouldn't die after the longtime leader transitions to be with the lord they should thrive they they should thrive because that person should take it to a new place. So it's sort of like with my son. I want my son to be better than me. I want him to be greater than me. Uh, it's sort of like when uh, with 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 uh, the ministry of of Elijah and Elisha. Elisha asks for a double portion of the anointing that was on Elijah. So the interesting thing is is why did he ask for double? He asked for double because the next generation needs something greater. The next generation needs something greater. Also, to go off that, Elijah and Elisha understood discipleship. Because discipleship, uh, a big part of it is serving, as I said. Your your journey does not start until you begin to serve. So I want, I want you to recognize something. So... The Bible says that Elisha was was the man who poured water on the hands of Elijah. So that speaks to service. And the day that Elijah was going to depart, uh, uh, he was trying to get rid of Elisha. And essentially, Elisha said, "Wherever you go, I'm going, because I have to to 
to soak up everything that I can from you. See, that's discipleship. So they understood this dynamic. But I want you to go back, and I believe that's in Second Kings. I want you to go back and ask yourself, who carried the mantle of e Elisha after he died? Because we talk about the story of how his 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 uh, bones raised a man from the dead. Why why was there anything left in him? That should have been passed on. So Elisha's ministry died when he died. And that's not how it should be. Your your life shouldn't die when you die. Your ministry shouldn't die when you die. Your family shouldn't die when you die. It should continue because of discipleship. Great leadership can be tested by one question. What happens when the leader is not around? What happens when the leader is not around? So I think about uh, uh, Gideon. So we'll close with this. Judges 8, 33 through 34. It says, as soon as Gideon died, the people of Israel turned again and whored after the bows and made bow bear their God. So it says, as soon as Gideon died, the people of Israel turned again and whored after the bows and made bow bear their God. And the people of Israel did not remember the Lord their God who had delivered them from the hand of all their enemies on every side. So it says as soon as Gideon died, as soon as he died. So they they were waiting on him to die just so they could go back to their old lifestyle. That that is no discipleship. That represents zero discipleship. That represents uh, a people who who are just uh, soaking up everything, who are just not not doing anything, not not uh understanding the ministry of Gideon and and also uh that's that's Gideon's fault as well but what I'm trying to get you to see is 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 that as soon as as he died what he stood for died as soon as he died his ministry died as soon as he died his uh that relationship that he had with God died but it should continue it should continue that's why when Moses died there was Joshua there was Joshua so so that they could go to a new place and when I say a new place I'm referring to going to deeper depths or going to greater heights because did Moses ever enter the promised land the answer is no but Joshua did so the goal is for when when one generation leaves, the next generation takes it to a new place. Amen. So uh, just to close out about true discipleship. So salvation is the starting point, not the end goal. The the end goal is is discipleship, discipleship, you being discipled and you beginning to disciple. Uh, I, I also reference First Corinthians 11 1 be imitators of me as I am of Christ where I refer to the simple fact that we have to be willing to uh, to serve as the example of Christ if we have any hope of discipling anyone and then I said that the responsibility of the soul winner is to raise up other soul winners and the responsibility of the leader is to raise up other leaders so discipleship is about making sure 
the ministry continues. Making sure that the ministry can go to greater places. Um, because that is the goal. Because I view, say, families. Say, if you can get saved through chosen generation and we can disciple you, uh, then you can then go back and disciple your family. And so that adds to the body of Christ. And then they will disciple their their family and their friends, and their friends will disciple their their friends, and so on and so forth. Uh, so on and so forth. So that is that is the ultimate goal of discipleship. So I thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's break out with the word of prayer. Father God, I come humbly before your throne. Lord, I thank you for every listener, Lord, whether that be today on June 9, 2022, Lord, or or uh, years from now. Lord, I pray that, that the word of God will go forth with clarity. Lord, I pray I pray that this is a rhema word, Lord, for everyone who's listening, Lord, a active word, Lord. I pray, I pray, Lord, that you will soften every heart that's listening, Lord. I pray that the grace for discipleship will, will fall upon them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that people will understand that they, that they need to be discipled and also that they need to disciple, Lord. I pray that this, that, that, that uh, this, um, mandate will just be communicated to them perfectly lord i pray that your hand would just be upon everyone's life i pray for peace and protection and fellowship with your precious holy spirit in jesus name i do pray amen